You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Chase Geyser. Watch it live right now at band.video. Puts the lotion on its skin or it gets the hose again. Welcome back to The American Journal, folks. I'm Chase Geyser filling in for Harrison Smith this morning. He'll be back tomorrow. His family's just sick today, so he asked me to come in and fill in for him so he could help his wife take care of their little ones. Let's hear from Michael in Ohio. Michael, what is on your mind this morning? Hey, good morning, Chase. Um, good morning. I'm, can you hear me? Yeah, you sound good. Sorry. I apologize. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm wondering this now. There is a movie that gets about the border situation. There is a movie that's coming out in 2020, coming out in April. It's about the border situation, like a civil war happens. Yeah, I think it's called Civil, civil border War. Crisis. Yeah, it's literally called Civil War. They're getting brazen. Do you think that they foresaw this happening? Like, how far in advance do you think they're going with this? Like, were they like, okay, let's do this. So then in that case, they're going to, they knew they were, we were going to react this way. Or what do you think about that per se? Yeah, I, I would have to look to see when the writer wrote the script. But yeah. I think that yeah. basically ever since Trump was elected, the Democrats have had it in their mind that there was going to be a civil war. Sure. No, that makes the most sense out of it, though. Yeah, it's just really brazen right now. That's the most, uh, I guess you can say that's the absolute most stunning thing about it. And it's interesting, too. You know, it's funny how they say we're racist because we love our borders. That means Ukraine must be Nazis because they are. So kind of a funny right-wing joke. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's crazy. It, it's so funny because oh. they, they, they criticize us for being neo-Nazis all the time, but then they literally fund Nazis and give them standing ovations and Canada's yeah, parliament. No. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's asinine. Have you seen that cemetery in Elkins Park, Pennsylvania, where they have the Iron Cross with the Ukrainian symbol in the middle of it? Yeah, I saw that. That's insane and ridiculous. This is the most, I guess you can say, the most advanced gaslighting that we're receiving right now. But, you know, you know, even it's crazy. I know leftists, like ardent leftists from cities like Detroit and Chicago, two people I know, and they're even suspicious of the situation with the border. So you know something's happening. I don't know. I like to be an optimist, but it's just a crazy situation altogether. <laughs> yeah, I know. Speaking of crazy, I actually do want to take an opportunity to show you guys this clip. Apparently, this is a Planned Parenthood clip that is going viral for reasons you'll be able to tell as, tell as we as we play it let's go ahead and run clip number 17 here this is what sex means and it's geared toward kids let's watch this sex means different things to different people generally speaking society tends to define sex in a very narrow way penetration penis into vagina but where does that definition leave queer people or folks who can't or don't have penis and vagina sex and choose to have oral, anal, or another type of sex instead. Sex is defined by one thing and one thing only, you. Maybe that's being fingered for the first time. Maybe it's having anal sex. Maybe it's having your first orgasm. Maybe it's masturbating for the first time or when you enthusiastically consent to sex. That's the beauty of your sexual journey. You're in charge and you can figure it out on your own terms. Choosing to have sex, when, what kind, where, who with, is something that only you get to define. Wow, isn't that just fantastic? Tin Man, go ahead and unmute yourself. Let me know what you think of that. Um, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, all the stuff they got going for kids now. <laughs> I know, it is insane. We've only got about a minute left before the break, the... but go, go ahead and what, what, what you have in mind. I, I want to say something on the border. Like, nobody's thinking about the electoral college. You know, if Texas leaves, that's yeah. it. There's no more. It's all, it's all going to be leftist craziness extreme. I mean, that's it. 
there'll yeah, never yeah. be another conservative in office. Yep. If Texas, yeah, if Texas leaves the union or if Texas becomes Democrat, which won't happen anytime soon. I mean, it could happen in the next 20 years, I think, but probably not in the next 10. Then it's over for, for as far as the White House is concerned forever in this country. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like, a, you know, bust up the union to save the country. But then at the same time, if we stay in the union, too, we're going to get destroyed at the same time. I, I don't know. It's a hard situation. It's, it's kind of like, I don't know, banks and stuff. You know, they, they, all, they all want us to split. They always, they always want that separation. Yeah, absolutely. Tim, man, we're coming up on a break here in like nine seconds. We are going to be back in exactly one minute. This is just the break after the first five minutes of the hour for radio, and we will dive more in. The second American revolution is happening now right in front of you. And you're tuned in to InfoWars because you're either looking for the truth or you're already a patriot. I'm asking you now to realize we are at the fulcrum, the crossroads in the fight for human destiny and human future. Please spread the word about the broadcast. Please buy great products at InfoWarsStore.com. And please pray for the transmission. Without you, we're going to fail. But if you simply take action and spread the word and pray for the broadcast and buy the products, you will continue to aid us together in our victory against these tyrants. But now is the time to make the decision. I know there's millions of forms of media out there and all this BS and the globalists hope you get lost in all of it. But notice the globalists, the New World Order, are coming after us because they realize we've got their number. Think about it. InfoWars is the tip of the spear. Do you want to support the tip of the spear? That decision is up to you. Please support us now at InfoWars Store. Chase Geyser navigates the American narrative in the American Journal. Welcome back to the American Journal, folks. I'm Chase Geyser, your host this morning. We are taking speakers on X Spaces right out of the gate. Philip, what's on your mind? Unmute yourself and tell us. Let's do it. Let's get this border secure. Biden caused the problem. I posted it in the purple pill. Let's get it fixed. Biden mm -hmm. caused it, and he ain't going to fix it. Yep, that's the truth. Do you think that he's going to win in the fall, or do you think he's even going to be the candidate? He ain't going to win. I don't think he's going to be a candidate. I think Michelle Obama is going to be the candidate. Michael Obama. Do you think that uh, Trump can beat Michael? Yes, absolutely. The American people have set up it is. Yeah, I hope you're right, man. Thank you for that feedback. Good stuff. Blue Apples, what's on your mind? Oh, there you go. Hey, what's going on, Chase? You there? Yeah, I'm sorry, here. I didn't realize I was muted. It's nice, nice to talk to you again. You um, can I make a few points? I'm not, I'm not going to take up too much time. Go ahead. I just want to say, say I what you got to say. Points. Um, great. So the first of which is, I think that when you refer to democracy and you know this country not being a democracy, it's not in the Constitution. Yeah. I think that it's it's a twofold part. Well, a republic is a form of representative democracy. Everyone knows that it's not a direct democracy. But I mean, the idea that a republic isn't a, a form of a democracy is, I think, is, is just like I, I hear people say it all the time, and I'm just like, come on, man, it sound like you've yeah. Graduated I, I'm with you on that. But so 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 when Democrats call something a threat to our democracy, what what do you think? that they mean here's what i'm getting at here's what here's what i'm getting at okay. i just wanted to preempt it with that okay so it's to elicit a pathological and not a logical response right from both sides because now you get people that are like having sort of an incongruent discussion when you say we're a threat to a democracy 
the presupposition there, once that argument is made, is that our democracy, our system of government, however you want to put it, has integrity to attack to begin with. So when someone is like mm -hmm. defending the idea that our democracy is under attack, they tacitly and subconsciously accept that it's there to attack to begin with. And it's not. That's the whole thing. It's our, our system of government has become so eroded that it's impossible to ignore unless you put people into that fight or flight response. And then they start defending our democracy and they start defending the mechanisms of oppression that have made it into what it is. So that's why I think it's phrased that way. Mm -hmm. I think that's essentially how that's authoritarian uh, authoritarianism. That's tyranny. It, it, what does it do? A tyrant is someone who elicits fear in his people, right? Because they don't, they don't want you to think logically. Then you start arriving at solutions. Right. So that's what I think about that. But I will say, if a cursory look at American history, when people talk about the idea that our democracy has, or a republic or whatever, has changed into something other than what it was, I agree and I disagree respectfully. I think that when you look at the administration of George Washington, you had Daniel Shea's rebellion. You had the Whiskey Rebellion. You had an expansive, you know, arguably, you know, if you're on the side of Daniel Shea's or on the Whiskey Rebellion, rebellion, you had tyranny, you had subjugation of militias and the Second Amendment from the inception of our country post-constitutional exception, uh, inception of our country, not the Articles of Confederation. Right. So it's important because people, I don't think, learn from that. And that's why we're just in this kind of hamster wheel of things. As it pertains to what you're talking about with the legislation for January 6th, when I was over there preparing for the debate that Zero Hedge hosted with you, mm -hmm. um, I was working with I was working with Ian Crossland, yeah. and I said, you know, what would be a very important thing to do would be to show the statute as it exists in the current penal code of what insurrection is defined as, because we need to be having this fundamental, this, this sort of foundation for this discussion where people understand what an insurrection is. And a, a position that people who have been critical of the D Department of Justice's response have had about January 6th, especially as it pertains to Donald Trump and the application of the 14th Amendment, is that no one's been charged with insurrection. Right. No one's been charged with anything relative to it. I think insurrection is 18 U.S.C. 5383. It doesn't really matter. I believe that seditious conspiracy is 18 U.S.C. 5384, the next statute. Um, and I do think some people, I think some of the Proud Boys guys were charged with seditious conspiracy. But the reason I'm bringing it up is because we need to look at that sort of hurdle for the, for the ruling elite and the establishment in Washington. They're not able to connect what's being done to actual insurrection, to actual seditious conspiracy, except for some extreme cases. What legislation can they put on the books to preempt that? So when you talk about something like a militia that is obviously imbued as a right into the American people under the Second Amendment, it's, it's one of the most, it's the Second Amendment, it's one of the most fundamental rights that you have as a citizen is to individually and in concert with your fellow citizens, arm yourselves to defend not only your, your life and your interest against one another, but of course, in an overarching sense against the government. So forming a militia is constitutionally protected. There's no right. doubt about that. They right. go after these people nonstop, but how can they put legislation on the books that's going to say, we're going to be able to get around that because of the constitutional precedents we have through case law, and then say, like, this is tantamount to seditious conspiracy, because you and I have the right to form a militia. There's nothing they can do about that. But if our militia starts doing something like discussing an act, that's independent. You know, you, they, they, what they are doing is they're trying to enforce laws against the actions of a militia. So what if we have a militia, right? And we just want to do a training exercise. That makes sense, doesn't it? Why would you have a militia if you weren't going to prepare? 
So how can they categorize something? And that's just an example. It doesn't have to be that. Uh, how can they categorize something like that as an act of seditious conspiracy? If I'm, let's say we form, you and I are both in Texas. Let's just say that you and I form a secessionist group and then it turns into something tantamount to a militia just because that's obviously going to be the kind of demographic of people that join it. And we have a meeting. Well, hey, wait a minute, you're having a meeting on secession. Of course, you can argue it's in the Texas Constitution, but there's plenty of post-Civil War reconstruction case law that doesn't uh, recognize even the state constitution's statutes that allow for insurrection being applicable to the Tenth Amendment and being protected by states' rights. So if we're simply just having a meeting for secession as a secessionist group, they can categorize that as something tantamount to seditious conspiracy, and they just nip things in the bud. You know, actually, when I first moved here, and I moved to Austin in 2014, and I was, um, you know, from the Northeast, I'm from uh, the Boston area, and I was just so excited to actually like immerse myself in, Tex in Texan culture. And one of the first things I actually noticed was um, down in San Antonio, there was a secessionist group having a meeting, mm -hmm. and I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. Thought you know, as a fan of history, this is just fascinating. As like a fan of cult, uh, subcultures, this is fascinating. And I was like, I'll head down there and go to it. You know, I, I had literally moved there probably the week before, got caught up with some other things and didn't end up going, which was for the best because they got broken up by the FBI. And I think a few people were arrested. So I just think what the legislation they're doing now and kind of what the real false flag of January 6th was intended as is to have something, and you hear it all the time, they just want to make it into this alt-right, racist, you know, sort of argument that they have against people is that's all they have left is using that as the fodder to preempt moving forward things that are constitutionally protected that they're seeing as as hurdles for going after a lot of the people they won't be they won't be having to face those challenges in the future with the preemptive legislation they're able to put forward mm -hmm. yeah i think those are those are some really powerful really good insights i want to take some of our terrestrial calls as well because there's a lot of people that have been waiting in line to speak so i'm going to move straight into Andrew in New Jersey. Andrew, what's on your mind? Sounds like a good idea, Texas succession, but the uh, liberals from Houston could mess it up. We would like ruin the new Texas country like they ruined your power grid. You know, when you guys had that ice storm. Yeah. That's the one thing I would be worried about, that there'd be enough to yeah. free up. <laughs> but uh just want to say with uh, Joy Reid, it is um, historically, and all the way through Biden, they were the segregationists. Biden mm -hmm. was uh, praised, and he praised the Ku Klux Klan, Rand Eagle, Jim Bird. He fought against school integration, and he lied in the debate with Kamala Harris that it was because of he didn't want the state to say what the municipality did, but he really didn't want his daughter to go to, quote, racial jungle school. And um, now, too, democracy, the Democrats that messed up Houston and the power grid, they run these cities and they allow $2,000 up to, you know, to steal up to, and they're the ones with the border open. So it's a reverse, like you guys say, an inversion of reality. They're the ones with the open borders and the crime in the inner cities and the segregation, historically, plus blocking school choice. That's uh, like a new form of Jim Crow, and they call Trump a racist, but he won two Rosa Parks awards and segregation. He sued the state of Florida successfully to integrate the last segregated uh, golf course 
he funded the first African-American presidential candidate that had a good chance, Jesse Jackson. He was his major funder. So uh, it's a flip of the, the truth. They were the segregationists then and now, and they're the ones that would screw up Texas. <laughs> Hopefully yeah. not, but they're the ones that screwed up the power grid and have people stealing money in the city and ruin. And lastly, you saw to say to the protesters, and uh, I was working in the city for C-SPAN, and we have to worry about the protesters when we enter the event. So I was thinking, oh, don't wear the press badge and the blue porter brace, which is associated with video camera bags. Maybe put those in like a big black ziplock. So that's how messed up the left is. And yeah. I don't want to boulder, but I was telling Owen the story where the Democrats run the city in New York. I went to the bathroom and I was happy that there wasn't anyone masturbating in there because once there was a guy doing that in there, you know, so it fell so low. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute, why am I happy? No one harassed me. You know, it's so low that it's yeah, use yeah, the yeah. When the standards are so low, you know? when the bar is set so low, <laughs> it's amazing what'll make you happy. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm with you on that. I, I agree with everything that you said. And sorry obviously, about that. Obviously, if there's ever any, any secession or anything like that, there's going to be issues internally with whatever new group is created uh, as an outcome of that. But I don't think that we're there yet on the secession argument. I'm just really interested to see what happens if if uh, Biden tries to nationalize the state guard, whether or not they actually obey Biden. That's what I'm curious about. Klein, BMX. Klein, what is on your mind? Yeah, hey, thanks very much. Uh, Canada speaking here, and I think I can speak for Canadians. Uh, mega, make Alberta great again, mm. okay? Government government saying, oh, tar target on our backs. Like, all government does is put a target on our back. Yeah. You, you speed, speeding, you don't fill your taxes. Uh, Mark Passio. Feeding your family off violence and force of the state is inherently immoral. Yep. All you government people, you do have a target on your back because you put the target on our back. You, the target is not violence on your back. It's ridicule, criticism, and mockery. You're the ones who opened the border. You're the ones who uh, uh, funded the Soviets for 50 years. Germany, France, Canada, Spain, Italy, they, Professor Sutton, you guys funded the friggin' Soviets. You, 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 we've always been fighting Nazis. We've always been funding Nazis. Government, you put the target on your back when you picked up the badge. All you government people are scum. You're feeding the family, your families, off the violence of the state. I'm sick of it. Amen, Klein. That is the truth. Johnny Freight Train in Tallahassee, what is on your mind? Yeah, let's uh, get back to the, uh, uh, the shot. Poison shot. Sure. Uh, I'm a living testimony. Uh, uh, the shot killed my uncle. He was in good health, retired diesel mechanic. They gave him a booster and it put him down. I'm sorry to hear that. My wife had to go to dialysis, and in order to go to dialysis, she had to get a, a valve put in her chest to take the machine. And they made it mandatory for her to get a... Uh, 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 what is that? They give you tetanus, mm -hmm. and the damn MRA was in the tetanus. So now she's suffering with multiple symptoms of all kind of shit. 
I'm sorry to hear this that. This shit is this we gotta watch shit our is unreal. We are, the, uh, we are on the radio, and so we can get fined if there's uh, too many uh, swear words. You know, everybody's got their own cross to bear, but mm-hmm. uh, the stuff they're doing to us is ungodly. That's the truth. Johnny Freight Train, I appreciate and, your and, call, man, and, and I'm, I'm really sorry that you've had health problems in your family because of these these products. Big Pharma is not anyone's friend, unfortunately. Dominic in Kentucky. Dominic, what's on your mind? Hey, Chase. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Hey, Chase. It's nice to talk to you and nice to be on InfoWars right nice now. Nice to talk to you, too. What's um, up? Uh, I want to maybe lighten up the tone a little bit for a moment. Let's do and it. Talk about the Alex Jones video game. I played it when it first dropped, and I was one of the first people to say, why isn't it on Steam? Why can't we you know, uh, get it and download yeah. it and save it, you know, archive it, you know. And uh, now I, I'm playing it on my Steam Deck, and it's amazing. And I can show it to anybody. And people complain about how short it is, but you can really show people. And they kind of get the whole gist of what Alex is talking about, and it's, uh, it doesn't take too long, and I appreciate that. Yeah, it's a, it's but, a, what's your favorite part of the game so far? Um... Oh, Alex talking, you know, just he says the craziest stuff and, you know, you just love it. But, you know, I was listening to your show this morning and y'all have got a new promo out for what do you want to call it? The, you know, for the game. And Alex is just talking about some new stuff and he's talking about making different kind of games. And I just had an idea popping in my head and, you know, take it, leave it. It's yours. What is it? An InfoWars host type game because on steam they've got a lot of simulator type games so like an Infowars host simulator game where you have to like discern facts and different news articles and and uh essentially post things to Infowars and try to get your you know uh get sales up for supplements and the more supplements you uh sell the more like turbo force you get like you know it. and uh you could also have the more accurate you are, the more InfoWars gets attacked. So you'd like you've got detriment to to the truth. And you could have all the hosts because what I wanted to see in New World Order Wars was I wanted to play as, you know, uh Owen Troyer or you or Harrison, mm-hmm. but you know, it's just Alex. But you could play as like a number of hosts or even just a new host and kind of build up to eventually maybe doing a show with Alex in the game. Yeah, well, maybe we can uh, get the developers together to put together a DLC for it. So for, you know, $5 yeah, more. Well, I'm talking about a whole, different, a whole different game. If y'all are just doing games, I mean, yeah. you know, New World, you know, uh, InfoWars host simulator sounds cool in my head. I love it, man. Thanks for calling in and, and giving props to the game as it is and also giving us some great ideas for more developments down the road. William in Arkansas. William, what's on your mind? Uh, the failure of our nation to watching the demise of everything going on. Uh, I spent over 15 years in the Texas State Guard, and I think there really needs to be a clarification of what the National Guard and the State Guard is. I spent eight years tied up with the federal military and over 15, as I said, with the Texas State Guard. Um, These people are volunteers. The only time they get paid is when they're activated through the governor's office. Everything they do monthly is legit training, certified by, uh, you know, good training people and all that stuff. Um, There are several branches and attitudes, and at the top, they are bureaucrats. They have to be because their ranks are not full of info warriors. Any institution, even the federal military, as you're seeing, what are they doing? They're taking it over through a mindset. You win their 
hearts and minds, right? It's a slow process. We don't have time to wait for that slow process. Uh, the, the training for the Texas State Guard is not boot camp for two or three months. Uh, people that are interested in taking back their legitimate state military that goes back to the Army of the Republic of Texas under Sam Houston and, uh, you know, William Barrett Travis and Fannin and Lamar and how, you know, I can go on. Uh, this is ridiculous at what we're seeing. Um, if you play chess, you know every once in a while that there you come across a pawn on on the board that you just really leave it alone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. At this point in time, it's a request. Don't hurt none of my fellow volunteers. Don't do it because the next time it's not going to be a request. I don't have a problem challenging that so-called honor, faith, hope, and integrity of character that is within our religious and fraternal institutions that claim benevolence. I don't have a problem with this. My name's on the Declaration of Independence. What should I think about that? Anything? Something? Nothing? Should I throw it away? I challenge somebody to erase my name in front of me. We'll sell tickets at the Astrodome. Be sold out every day, right? Mm. Uh, because I wouldn't stand there. You know, I have yet to be around somebody burn a flag, and I understand the argument on both sides. I'd probably have to walk away before it started. Yeah. Uh, you know, millions of millions of people died to bring us this this freedom. America was not something born in 1776. It started a thousand years before the Magna Carta, right? It started when Spartacus stood up. It started before that, right? So uh, we as Americans were, were hooked on our, our our Astros and our Krakos, you know, and distracted a thousand different ways. Right. I tell them a thousand great lies. Let's let's just distract them one way or the other. I believe it was in 1970 that there was an organization called the Earl of Dysart. Um, this was a branch of the CIA. And they said by the year 2000, which we're in 2024, but by the year 2000, we'll have every American addicted to one thing or another, whether it's work, religion, drugs, sports, NASCAR. Boy, they're really a good one, isn't it? That's really progressive for humanity. Right. Round in a big fat circle. You know, um, yeah, Chuck yeah no wonder America's you know, left leaning. Yeah, it, it's just unreal. You know, uh, 3% serve, and, and I'm not saying there's only 3% patriots, there's a lot of patriots out there, you know, but most people are sacrificing off the back of others. And when this thing unwinds, it's only going to last 30, 40 days because a lot of your key personnel in the federal military are going to say no, and that's going to just quagmire and shut everything down, mm -hmm. right? Uh, there's a hierarchy there, and if pieces of the gears are missing, it doesn't function well. And then when that happens, you're going to see the enemies of this nation prey upon that opportunity because they're going to realize, oh, here comes the fragmentation finally of the military, right? Uh, for all you hunters out there, you need to put your, your Bambi rifle down. Bambi's not evil, right? Pick up your Second Amendment rifle. I, I believe in a worldwide Second Amendment armory separate from any corporate entity and any government, right? Just as our forefathers said, you know, a well-regulated militia, not a full-time uh, professional military. You think about that. Well, I'm going to get a, a retirement out of 
fighting for this military industrial yeah. complex. Well, I mean, our politicians weren't even supposed to, they weren't even supposed to be full-time positions to be, to be representative in Congress right. or to be a senator. It was supposed to be this sort of part-time thing that you did as a service to the community or your country out of duty. And you were supposed to go back to your farm or your business or whatever your livelihood was. And But now these politicians have found a way to make millions of dollars, despite the fact that the salaries for these positions are very sort of just normal or, or not, not anything excessive because they abuse their power and they leverage their insider knowledge on what's going to happen in the market. They protect themselves legally because they pass the laws to make whatever they do legal and they make millions upon millions of dollars, all at the expense of the American people. And there is absolutely zero accountability for any of them in the judicial system. I appreciate your call, William. Thank you so much. And I see some more people have requested to speak in the space. We will get to you, especially you, Matt Baker. I'm always happy to talk to you as soon as we are done with this break. We are coming up on a break here in 30 seconds, which is going to be about four minutes long. And then we'll be back with more conversation about these various topics and more speakers from the space. In the meantime, make sure you visit InfoWarsStore.com and check out the awesome deals now available. Supercharge your body's defenses with these incredible new sales. There's no better time to make sure that you're boosting your natural systems and getting your essential vitamins, minerals, and nutrients than now. There's time of need. Check it out at InfoWarsStore.com and be the reason we are still on the air. The best laid plans of mice and men often go astray. One great author once said, and it's totally true. You know, I've been on air 30 years. It'll be 30 years in April. And people always ask me, what is the silver bullet? What's the master plan? What's the one big deadly stroke that'll take down the globalists? And the answer is, only Jesus Christ has that power. I don't have that power. I've noticed in my life, whether you're cutting down a tree or cleaning your garage or raising a child, it's hundreds or thousands or hundreds of thousands of actions, just like plowing a field, that brings the solution. And there's a rhythm to the work. It's not like it's slavery. To, to do manual labor or to cook dinner for your children a thousand times, it's a pleasure. Or to instruct them how to skin a buck, run a trot line, use a bow and arrow, shoot a gun, do mathematics, learn how to negotiate a business deal. It's those struggles that make us who we are. So InfoWars has delivered in Royal Flush. And I wanna be very clear, that glory goes to God but secondarily to you. None of this would have happened without you believing in what we're doing and standing with us. And we've now really changed the world. That said though, folks, I don't have some silver bullet. There's not one little thing we do and some magic word we say, abracadabra, and the new world goes down. But it is the supporting the show, praying for the show, spreading the word about the broadcast that has already dealt the enemy a grievous blow. And again, we don't get funded by George Soros or billionaires of the New World Order. We get funded by selling products. And I never thought about this 25 years ago, starting selling products or longer. Oh, I'm going to sell really good stuff so they love it and buy it again. I thought, what's quality? What's good? I, I, I just treated you like I wanted to be treated. But now I'm older, 50 years old. I can look back and say, that was a good business strategy. That's the old America strategy where stuff lasted decades, didn't fall apart right away. I mean, 
people wanted quality. So if you want the best supplements, the best books, the best films, some great t-shirts, I'm gonna say they're the best, out of sign, they're okay. They're all at InfoWarsStore.com. We got some big specials going on right now on the Real Red Pill Plus and on DNA Force Plus. 50% off again of together and so much more. Get a Team Humanity shirt. Get a copy of my book, The Great Awakening. But I just want to thank you for your past support and ask you now at the critical juncture, at the heart of the battle, to take action, especially if you've never bought anything at Enforcer.com, and go try it out for yourself. Whether it's X2, you name it, it's all excellent. Please support us. Thanks for your consideration. Media Matters, the Democratic Party, MSNBC and others have asked me to apologize for making a parody video game criticizing the deep state and all the corruption. And to all them, I just want to say this. Go f*** yourselves. <laughs> Alex Jones' New World Order Wars has been number one on Steam thanks to the viewers and listeners of this broadcast. And I want to invite everyone, before they are successful at banning, which I hope they aren't, to go to alexjonesgame.com and follow the link to Steam and download this game for 1776 as a message to the New World Order. F*** you. You want to try to ban this game just like you want to steal elections and force injections on us and open up our borders and rape us. This is a culture war, and they're scared of this game. Get Alex Jones' New World Order Wars right now at alexjonesgame.com because anything badass gets censored! Chase Geyser on the American Journal. Welcome back to the American Journal, folks. We are going to be taking speakers from the X space as well as some more calls. Make sure you call on 877-789-2539. The sooner you call, the more likely I can get to you. The sooner you request to speak in the space, the more likely I can get to you as well. Let's hear first from Fed Up with Media. Fed Up, what is on your mind this morning? Yeah, with y'all talking about the border and everything, I just wanted to remind everybody, you know, how important this is to the communities around the country, what's going on there. You know, I'm in rural western North Carolina, and, you know, some people here are just kind of blowing it off because it's like that's, you know, thousands of miles away or whatever. But, you know, we've got, they're busing them into two hours from us into Charlotte. They're busing these people into any big city around the country and then they spread out. I mean, I've seen them here in my community and, you know, and it affects everything. And then we're starting to see the displacement. You know, all of a sudden, you know, we've got, you know, a fairly tight community here. And we're starting to see the homeless tick up. We have a, we have a homeless shelter in my county now, you know, all mm -hmm. stuff we never dealt with. And it's all because of this border crisis and the displacement that it's causing. And, and, you know, I'm glad, you know, you all cover this so much and some of the other great folks that are down there because it needs to get out there, you know, how much this is affecting every community now around the country with this replacement. Yeah, that's that's absolutely true. And frankly, even if it's not directly impacting your community or one's community, it still is because it's going to ultimately impact the political landscape in the country and that it's going to impact which states have representation, more representation in the House if this actually impacts the census calculations, right? So 
even if you're not seeing housing shortages or homelessness go up in your own community or if you're not seeing these migrants flood into your own town or small town or rural area yet it's still going to have an impact on the policies that do impact your life because these people are counted in the census and whether or not they vote is irrelevant because if they're counted in the census that means that these leftist states with these sanctuary cities are going to have an increased number of representatives in the house based on this sort of lie of who's actually a citizen and who isn't don't you think Oh, absolutely. That's one of the plans. And that's one of the reasons they're shipping them here, because as you know, people may know, North Carolina's we we fought back some, but we've been kind of teetering on being a purple state for a lot number of years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have a democratic governor here, which is also why they're allowed to ship them here. <laughs> He's more than happy, even though we got a, a Republican Congress and Senate. Uh, so, yeah, you're absolutely right. And it's to try to flip the electorate and, you know, especially states like mine that they're trying to flip back to to blue. Absolutely. Thank you for speaking. I appreciate that. Let's hear from Tony in Texas. Tony in Texas, what is on your mind this morning? Yeah, I want to talk about why illegals are flooding across our border and why they flood into uh, red states. Well, let's go back to the border. Texas has 1,254 miles of border with Mexico. Okay, the governor, which uh, Greg Abbott, he's a globalist bush boy. He goes down there and he shuts down. Two miles of the border leaves 1,252 miles of the border wide open, thumps his chest, flies over to India and talks to India about outsourcing uh, Texans' jobs to India. And not one time while he's in India, he didn't tell India, hey, you need to quit sending your people over here illegally. Because in Houston, that's a huge problem. And another thing, the reason why illegals flood into red states is because the red state gives them full benefits on the welfare system, jobs, everything they want. Let's talk about what Texas, the sanctuary state of Texas, gives illegals. They give them birth certificates. They go to our schools. They go to our hospitals. They get in-state tuition. They get car insurance. They buy cars. They can drive. They can get jobs. The list goes on forever. That's why they flood into these red states. And these red state politicians never, ever talk about cutting off all the benefits to the illegals that draws them into the red states. These rhino politicians in these red states are full of you-know-what. They don't do anything to stop it. And then all these other red state uh, governors beating their chest, praising the governor for shutting down two borders. How stupid are they? You know? I mean, come on. We're being played like fools. These rhinos got to go. This government from all the way from the president all the way down, Republicans, uh, Democrats, they're all screwing us to death. And we need to wake up before it's too late. I think you're absolutely right, Tony. Great insight there. Mike in Tennessee. Mike, what's on your mind? Hey, Chase. Always great to talk with you. Um, I wanted to talk about what's going to come next. And you already touched on it. I wrote a movie script on it two years ago, and that's a Muslim terrorist attack to draw us into a war in the Middle East and to further support Israel, which they've already done a psyop on us through the evangelical Zionist movement. Um, But let me give a little context. I called into Alex Jones' show April 13, 2023. I said, Alex, World War III is not going to come through Russia. It's not going to come through China attacking Taiwan. I said the next thing they're going to do is they're going to start a war between Israel and the Muslim world. 
I was right about that. I wrote a book on it. I wrote a movie script on it. I don't want any free products for making a call. I just want to share with you what's going. I just want to share with you what's going to come next. Okay, so we know the terrorist attack's going to come next. Try and draw us in the war. So what about Trump? Trump has boxed himself into a corner, supporting Talmudic Zionists. Even has Jared in his family, and he's boxed himself in a corner supporting evangelical Zionists. So. They are going to let him live, and they're going to let him become president again because that's his vulnerable spot, and that terrorist attack is either going to happen right before he takes office, so he inherits it, or right as he comes in, that's when they're going to ignite that. Because they just like COVID, COVID was really mild. What it was, they were wargaming us. They were yeah. trying to see what part of the population yeah. – would take the shot. That's what's so crazy about it. It didn't matter how dangerous the actual pandemic was. They were still able to get everybody to behave. That's what freaks me out. So that's what they're doing with this war right now. It's they're going to amp it up to a full fledged world war three, right about when Trump is going to get either right before or right as he gets in. Um, Because right now they're just taking note. They're seeing how many politicians they have of ours that are Zionist, evangelical Zionists that's going to support us. They've, they've taken, you know, a kind of a poll on the, on the country. Would we support Israel, which unfortunately so many will. And, and because this is an Albert Pike layout, I'll just briefly touch on what's going to come next. Albert Pike talked about starting this war and what it's going to do. It's going to create a religious vacuum. Because the evangelical Zionists are going to see that the rapture isn't going to come and save them. Uh, please read my book, Chapter 7, that I sent you on the rapture so you understand what mm-hmm. Arpazo is. Uh, that's not talking about Christians flying up in literal clouds. Um, once that doesn't happen, and the Muslim Mahdi doesn't come, and the Muslim version of the Second Coming doesn't come, and all these Jews, their military messiah doesn't come and save them— Pike talked about this is going to create a religious vacuum where now they're going to all come into the state. They're going to be disillusioned, and they're going to become technocracy. We saw some of that happen already in the 20th century. Yes. You know, God is dead, and so everybody worshiped the state, whether it was fascism or communism or some other form. And that's why getting your eschatology and understanding what the Bible has to say about these things it's so key because I hear your call-in guys all the time, Chase, and it just it breaks my heart. So many of them say, well, there's not much we can do, Paris, because, you know, uh, the Bible's talked about everything getting worse and worse. Right. And then we're going to get raptured right before this war, and, and we just need to evangelize. There's nothing we can do. And even guys like Clay Clark, you know, he, he's fallen for this too. Everything's 666, and mm-hmm. uh, the New World Order's always 666. And that's part of the PSYOP. They want you to believe that, actually. Right, right. Anyway, uh, but, but yeah, you're right. That terrorist attack is coming. Look for it right before Trump takes office or right, or right before or right after. Yeah, Mike, thank you so much. Great insight there. Thank you so much for that call. We are cutting to a break here in about 10 seconds. In four minutes after this break, we will be back for one more segment where I'll take some speakers from the space as well as some calls. Stick with us. Ladies and gentlemen, two years ago, I went to two separate high-end health clinics where I get my blood tested every few years and also get EKGs and things on my heart. And I noticed that at both the facilities, the hottest thing with, with top medical doctors 
was methylfolate. And they said, listen, we've tested your genes. I did it at two different places. T two expensive tests, not like, you know, 23andMe and all this. And they both came back and, and showed where my genes are outstanding and where they're not. And a lot of Northern Europeans have two to three of the four genes operating with the mitochondria, the most basic part of the cell, broken. I have the first three broken, two completely, one halfway broken, and then, and then the third is fully operational. So I get something like 12% of the energy that goes into my cells comes out. And there's other parts of my cells that operate 100%, which is mutant level. So I'm like weak in other areas, like Superman and others. And that's how most people are. You're really strong in some things, weak in others. I didn't listen to them. And then about a year ago, uh, I was back for another checkup and the nurse practitioner said, Alex, you're not taking methylfolate, you need to. She said, you can get our brand that's souped up with some B vitamins and things where you can get it anywhere, but you really need to get it. And I said, okay, give me a bottle. So much energy, because it's the foundational, it's not like a stimulant where you take it and then you're bouncing off the walls from that just because it gets your brain hopping. This is the foundational energy that makes all the other energy stronger. Now, you're supposed to take two or three of these tablets a day. I, I, I would kill people about it. I mean, literally, it makes me feel like, a, like I'm 15 again, just bouncing off the walls. Super, not even mean, but just aggressive. So I take maybe a half of one a day, okay? We went out, got the very best methylfolate, the very best B-complex that supercharges it. My dad did. Dr. Jones Naturals, now exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. Believe me. Believe me, and a lot of black folks have the genes broken and Hispanics as well, but white people particularly, and, and, and Jews as well, anybody you know, with, 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 with European blood has big problems uh, when it comes to the folic acid going into the cells, and then your cells turn it into methylfolate. This is just what the mitochondria end up operating off of. So you give them the direct methylfolate with the B, and it's boom, baby, boom! So, the product is foundational energy, methylfolate and B-complex, and it's a big dose of it. It's at InfoWarsStore.com. It is high-end, and it funds the InfoWar. So it powers the InfoWar, and it powers you. Experience it. If it doesn't blow you away, it means you don't have this gene problem. But even people that have all the genes for this, still, it, it gives you a lot of energy. But if you don't have it, it's like a new lease on life. Get it now at InfoWarsStore.com. My friends, Alex Jones here to tell you about some of the most important information concerning you and your family's health. Radiation levels have more than doubled in the last 60 years in the Northern Hemisphere from all of the nuclear testing and radiological accidents. Radioactive contamination is now in most of the food supply. There's only two ways to avoid this. Move south of the equator or properly protect your thyroid with nascent iodine. Looking to protect my family, I've done deep research. Nascent iodine is the purest, cleanest, absolute best form of iodine to protect yourself and your family. It's made right here in the USA, completely non-GMO. I searched out the best quality and now have developed a double strength form of nascent iodine exclusively available at InfoWarsLife.com. Nascent iodine is on record as one of the only safe ways to detox from fluoride poisoning. Survival Shield Nascent Iodine. Secure your super high quality nascent iodine today at InfoWarsLife.com. That's InfoWarsLife.com.
Welcome back to the American Journal, folks. I'm Chase Geyser, your host this morning. We have one more segment of the show left for the great Alex Jones himself hosts the Alex Jones Show at 11 a.m. Central Time. It's in 13 minutes from now. Looks like my close friend and confidant, Matt Couch, has joined the X space. If you don't follow him, go ahead and give him a follow. He's an outstanding, outstanding investigative journalist and patriot. Matt, what is on your mind this morning? Man, I've been enjoying the space. Uh, I was trying to make some banana nut muffins and get in here as quickly as I can. But uh, no, the, the southern border thing is bordering on treason. And I see, you know, with everything you're talking about with the invasion, I mean, if you look at Article 3 in the Constitution, Chase, I mean, the Biden regime, they're not an administration anymore. They're a regime. They're in clear violation uh, of the Constitution at this point. And I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know where we go from here. 26 states now have pledged uh, military support. Uh, it's getting dicey, my friend. Do you think that the Biden administration is going to make an effort to nationalize the Texas Guard? You know, I think that's what is that? That's so, there's it's like Section 10. I, I was looking into that as well. That you know they could they could basically call them up and then set them down. That's what you're talking about, correct? Yeah, I believe that you can. I believe that all the state guards can be nationalized by the federal government in in the event of like an insurrection. So the last time I think it happened was, was it Eisenhower that did it for the uh, yes. school integration after 1964? Yes, no, no, you're correct. I've been, I've been reading up on this as well. It's, it's, I mean, that's, that's the only play really that Joe Biden has. Texas isn't backing down. They're installing more razor wire. Yeah. I was, I was uh, listening to governor uh, Stitt in Oklahoma speak earlier this morning about how he's already sent support and his pledging troops, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, my governor here in Arkansas, pledging troops in support and financial aid. Uh, we've, we haven't seen anything like this in, in, in multiple lifetimes, Chase. I don't, I don't really, it's not often the guys like you and I are speechless. It's what we do for a living. Yeah. I, I don't know where this situation goes. And I, I don't know how you feel. I don't really, I, I, it's not something for me to be like, oh, I don't really know what to tell you guys. I really don't know what to tell the American people right now. We've never seen anything like this in our lifetimes. Yeah, I agree with you. And I'm just glad that these governors are doing something about it because it was getting to the point where I was worried that rogue individuals were going to go down there and just start basically popping, popping off. <laughs> right. You know, right. and so yeah, now, that, that's, like, that's now that the states are doing thing. something about it, you know, it, it mitigates the risk of individuals going down there like, you know what, if nobody's going to do anything about invading my country, I'm going to do, you know what I mean? I was worried about that because it would have made the right look bad. No, no, I, I agree. I mean, I think that was that was my fear as well. And and I told and the folks that have never been to the southern border, I mean, you know, you, you live in Texas, obviously. I mean, so you're in a border state. And, you know, I've got a lot of friends in Texas and Arizona. And, and if you've never and I've been to the southern border, if you've never been, folks, and I'm not trying to be mean to anyone here that thinks they're helping out. But I hate to break it to you guys. Convoys and flag waving is not going to do anything against the cartels that control our southern border. They are as militarized as our own military. They've got everything from RPGs to the top of the line weaponry to, to radars, defense systems. I mean, it's going to take a military to take down the cartel that's running our southern border chase. Flag waving and convoys is not going to do it, my friend. Yeah, I agree with you. Do you remember that instance? I don't know if you remember this. It was a couple of years ago where there was that video that leaked of a Mexican police officer arresting this member of the cartel. And when the police officer recognized who he was arresting, you could see the terror in his eyes like, oh, no. I mean, the law enforcement in Mexico is terrified of the cartel. They are, Chase. And, and you know, I, I, uh, 
one of the things I cut my teeth on besides, you know, the Vegas shooting and Seth Rich was the Fast and Furious investigation. Yeah. And just how crooked that, you know, the, the cartel is in, in all of this. For the sake of the and, audience, uh, can you, know, you we just kind of highlight a, what happened with that? With, with Fast and Furious? Yeah, what, what exactly was that? That was, that was an arms deal with the, with the cartel, right? Where our intelligence yeah. community... Yes, sir. Yeah, Eric Holder, you know, yeah. um, you know uh, it's one of those things where they were basically... Uh, it's not and for those that don't know. It's it's not the movie, right? It's not the movie franchise, Fast right. and Furious. Um, it's it's you know it's it's basically our own government. They were running, uh, you know, weapons all all over the southern border. Uh, with with the, basically the guns that we were selling overseas were coming back in to the United States of America. You know, Holder was even held in contempt of Congress in Fast and Furious back in 2012. And and you know basically nothing was ever nothing was ever done to him. It wasn't like what you're seeing with Peter Navarro, where he's going to probably end up in prison. You know, it's 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 ridiculous. But basically, the U.S. government ran it. It's, it's an elaborating gun walking operation on the Mexican border. Uh, basically, a high stakes string uh, sting operation uh, where the Bureau of uh, Alcohol, Tobacco, Fire, AOATF. You know, they basically were were opted to uh, stop the purchases of weapons. And uh, and basically, what happened was that's you know they basically our own government busted our own government. Chase, is that, is that fair wow. to say? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Well, and of course, Eric Holder is famous for disproportionately auditing conservative organizations and conservative individuals. You remember that? Oh, 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 absolutely. And, 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 and basically, and, and, you know, where I was going with this with the Vegas, with the yeah. Vegas thing. So there was a retired Marine Colonel named Matt Mack. You can look him up. Uh, and he basically was, uh, was blowing the whistle on all this stuff. And he was based in Las Vegas, but he was going down to the border and he'd heard things from guys he'd, he'd served with. And uh, the, the type of corruption in our government, and I, had, I can get you guys this information. I still have all of it documented. And uh, so basically there was an ATF agent that visited him, right, mm -hmm. to try to put heat on him to get him to back off the investigation. And he's keeping on, this is a Marine colonel, folks. And literally he, he tries to find out who the guy is after we had our investigations team on it. And we ended up finding out that the ATF agent that gave him the card was actually an FBI agent. Uh, he gave him an ATF card from the Orlando, Florida ATF office, and he ended up being an FBI agent in San Antonio. So they were even using fake cards. The government was and and lying about their own identities. We've got all the we've got all this information documented. I'm gonna write a book on it someday. It's crazy. That is crazy. So what did you learn? Tell tell the audience a little bit because I think you're you're obviously most famous for the South Ridge stuff, and I know that's uh, sort of a touchy subject given some of the, the, the rulings and things like that in, in various courts and things like that. But tell the audience what you discovered in the investigating that you did around the Las Vegas shooting. Yeah. So with, with the Las Vegas shooting, I was out there, you know, several times with Laura Loomer, who's, you know, a friend of both of ours. Mm -hmm. And so when we were out there, there, there was a gentleman named uh, Brian Hodge who was an Antifa, you know, sympathizer. And uh, once again, this, this all goes into the gun running. Brian Hodge was an Australian nationalist, and he worked with Paddock's fiance, Mary Lou Danley, at a casino in Australia for about a decade. And so it's, it's a crazy story. Um, basically, Ed Henry, not the, one that, uh, not the one that you guys know of that's on TV, but you know, he, writes, he writes books, leaked this. There was a memo that came out about three months before the Las Vegas shooting that went out to all the FBI field offices. And he basically said that the FBI memo said that there were Antifa sympathizers looking to coordinate with ISIS to carry out attacks on American soil. Laura uh, and I spearheaded this investigation together and separately working with, uh, you know, Rich Higgins. Rich Higgins was the uh, strategic business planning manager for the National Security Council for President Trump. And he was giving us information 
uh, because he's a Vegas guy and he was pissed off that nobody was investigating this. And we did. And, uh, and basically this guy was, you know, it's, it's crazy. You can see him in Australia, like 18 hours after the shooting on television, talking about the round capacity, the kind of rifles that were used and none of that information had been on the press yet. Uh, it's a dirty, dirty game. I mean, uh, we, we can even tell you what restaurant Paddock, Paddock was eating the night before the night of the shooting. He was eating at the jewel restaurant in the Bellagio, uh, before the shooting with this Brian Hodge individual. So there's, there's a lot of stuff, man. And like I said, I, I need to write some books someday from all this, but it's it, the corruption with what we're seeing in this country and with your, you know, the border invasion, it's just, it's like nothing's changed in the last 20 years. It just keeps rolling chase. Yeah. And it seems like they want to get us involved in, World War Three as quickly as possible. Biden's been threatening Iran, saying if they escalate, then, of course, they'll be met with opposing force. And now they're escalating and we're not doing anything about it. It's, it's like it's almost like our administration wants us to get involved in World War Three. Yeah, I think they do, because I think that's how they think the, they stay in power. It's how they continue to fund yeah. the military industrial complex. That's what it's all about, my friend. Man, that's too bad. Well, we've got about one minute left before the show's over before the great Alex Jones hosts the Alex Jones show at 11 a.m. Central. Is there anything you'd like to leave the audience with, Matt? No, just pray for America, Chase. I mean, we need it right now more than anything. You know, we should all be on bended knee praying for this country. Uh, that, that's, that's where we're at at this point. And just your situational awareness with everything going on, folks, just keep your heads on a swivel and keep your family safe. Good thoughts, Matt. Always a pleasure to speak with you, man. Miss you. We'll need to catch up more off air and uh, reconnect. I appreciate you uh, popping in spontaneously and being part of the space. And thanks to all the listeners for tuning into the American Journal this morning. I am Chase Geiser, the guest host. Harrison Smith will be back tomorrow morning hosting the show. In the meantime, make sure you visit InfoWarsStore.com and supercharge your body's defenses with these incredible new sales. There's no better time to make sure that you're boosting your natural systems and getting your essential vitamins, minerals, and nutrients than now. In this time of need, it's especially crucial that we're giving our bodies what they need to function at Optimum Health. And with the brand new sales available at InfoWars Store, we're making it easier than ever for you to do so. Visit InfoWarsStore.com to save 50% and supercharge your body's defenses today while being the reason we are still on the air. Stay tuned, folks. Cellular damage from a type of free radical known as reactive oxygen species can cause decreased cellular function. DNA Force Plus contains what are believed to be the most beneficial ingredients to remedy this. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The main ingredient in the Real Red Pill Plus is pregnenolone which occurs naturally in our body, but decreases with age. Low levels of pregnenolone are associated with fatigue and low brain function. The Real Red Pill Plus is also full of essential trace minerals to synergistically support optimal cognitive function. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get them both today at 50% off. The supercharged special. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. Winter is coming. 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 Winter 
is coming. Winter isn't coming. Winter is here. And while the sun isn't helping us produce as much vitamin D, do yourself a favor and try InfoWars Life Winter Sun Plus. Now back in stock and 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Winter Sun Plus is a powerful vitamin D-based formula bringing you straight vitamin D3 free of toxic chemicals, allergens, preservatives, artificial colors, and GMOs. Our vitamin D3 formula supports the body's natural immune system, promotes calcium absorption, for healthy bones and teeth and helps sustain healthy tissue and systems of the body. When the winters come, they come cold. So weather the storm and supplement with Winter Sun Plus. 40% off for a limited time at InfoWarsStore.com.